I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, it's my mate Bot Toaster. Welcome back, one and all. Here we go again, diving into somebody's life via their purchase history on their Amazon account. I am thrilled thrilled to welcome this week an old friend of mine uh we were in a tv show a long time ago uh, you know what kai owen let's not get too showbiz right yeah. talk about la yeah let's just keep it down to we're real know. people yeah let's not talk about our lovely flights over to los angeles tom oh. well, you know what the flights and no offense to your company but the flights were the best bit the flights were the best bit. Yeah, we were so excited. So and, excited. Yeah, I got to Heathrow like four hours before. <laughs> once I'd been once, that's it. I'm coming here early next time. I remember. I remember <laughs> the panic because we got we because of the nature of show business. We were uh, allowed into the first class lounge, and I remember the panic on the look of the first class lounge people when uh, the likes of Kayo and, and me <laughs> were just clearing up. Because you know you got your John Barrowman. He goes in. He eats a little bit of sushi. Yeah. The guy's a pro. He's a protein machine. Yeah. Kai Owen and Tom Price in the mid noughties I was just I was just having a sandwich orgy, oh, basically. This was lovely. All the papers were there. There were yeah. sandwiches. There was all yeah. sorts. Yeah. Beer yeah, on yeah. tap. Oh my lord. Yeah. It was just like the ultimate dad nest. I mean, sure there was we got to film in Hollywood, but mainly we got to fly first class. Yeah, that was I the went over for a I I I went over for a long weekend. I went over for, a, for literally like three days. And we needed to come over to do some pickups. And I went, yeah. um, yeah, that's fine. It was ridiculous. The flights yeah. were the best thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I've, I've said that to Russell T. Davis as well. I was like, thanks for the experience. Flights were the best thing. See you soon. Um, so, Kai and I, we were in Torchwood together a long time ago, and I suspect, Kai, if we've done our job properly on social media, we'll get an army of Torchwood and uh, Doctor Who fans listening. Yeah, so, hello, I think so. hello to those lovely humans. Um, and let's let's begin. Let's do it. Let's dive back into your past, Kai. We're going, to, we're going to... Now, listen, it says here that you opened your Amazon account in 2003. Now, I don't know if you've been uh, on a sort of Stalinist purge, but there's nothing here. No orders placed in 03. No orders placed in 04. So, did, were you just a sort of... And again, 05. Were oh. you just a kind of Amazon window shopper? You didn't use yeah, it? Yeah, I think it probably was, actually. Or the... the, the, or the, or the, <laughs> the were they just after college? So, probably yeah, the overdraft years. So, yeah, probably... Oh, Okay, fine, 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 fine. So, so no money. You were no just money, sort that's of... why. I just went, looked, and, looked longingly at Amazon then. Yeah, going, maybe one day I can order this. Yeah. Well, clearly you get work in 2006. And hang on, was 2006 Torchwood o'clock? Is that when it happened? <laughs> it was. There you go, mate. Straight away. It started in April 2006. But there it is. You see? I know, mate. <laughs> thank God. Thank God for Torchwood. Because Torchwood allows you to suddenly splurge 50 quid he spends. Look at this. 50 quid in uh, November, right? And I, this, I mean, for me, for <laughs> I me, this, this, these. these sums you up to a T, Kai, yeah. right? JPR, the best bits, my life in rugby, <laughs> Wales, Wales Rugby Grand Slam 2005, the year of the dragon, yeah. the little book of Welsh rugby by Andy Howell, and top it off, the Da Vinci Code, two disc special edition. <laughs> Come on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I can't believe it. I love it. I'm only, I'm, I didn't think you'd go that far back. I've only got like the, the, the recent purchases up. Amazing. The JPR book's brilliant. And the Little Book of Welsh Rugby. And they, possibly the Little Book of Welsh Rugby was a gift, but the yeah. Da Vinci Code, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I love the Da Vinci Code. It's such dross, but it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But I think the, the book was, uh, yeah, when was the book? I can't remember when the book, but I read the book in 2005, actually. I remember. I remember when, where I was in the area. I just remember the Da Vinci Code is a perfect example of what happens when you've got a good hook. And I remember getting into the story of all the like the Knights Templars and all this stuff and this idea that Jesus had children, yes. right? Yeah. And I remember reading about that, but long before that film came out, late 90s, my ex-girlfriend at the time lived in Blackwood. So I used to go into Blackwood <gasps> in South 
South Wales. And uh, her mum, right, three things she used to go on about her mum. Cheryl, the name was, absolute legend. She used to go on about um, <laughs> vaping, right? In the late 90s, she was Whoa. obsessed with vaping. She said, vaping's the future. She used to go on about sugar. She said, we're all doomed because we're eating too much sugar. Yeah. And she and she went on about Amazon. She said, Amazon is going to take over the world. And this oh was in my 90- God, really? I swear down, Kai, this was in 1999, she was oh, saying this. Cheryl. She, Cheryl, I think she bought shares in Amazon, actually. Oh, no. Oh, my I, I, God. Yeah. Please. So she could, now, she could now probably buy whales with she that. She owns Blackwood now. And, oh, right. My yeah. God. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, sorry, it wasn't three things, four things. And the fourth thing she always went on about was this idea um, that uh, in Rennes-le-Chateau in South France, there was evidence that Jesus had children. And then a few years later, along comes the Da Vinci Code with Tom Hanks, written by Dan Brown. Oh, oh my God. Love it. I love a book. I love a book like that that's got just an amazing hook. And yeah. then... A part of my brain, by which I mean most of my brain, power that down. You won't be needing that. No, I think I think that was what it was. It was the and I, I just couldn't. I literally couldn't stop turning the pages on it. It was literally bad. Every end of every chapter was like, oh, I couldn't. I think it was the. I think it's the. I, it's the, uh, the book I've read the quickest by far, I think. One of the yeah. quick, easiest, easiest. And it annoys me as well when book snobs, and inevitably, Kai, because we have a very high-end listener to this podcast, people will be saying, oh, come on, you were talking about W.H. Auden last week. <laughs> and screw you, pricks, because frankly, <laughs> I, there's no place for book snobbery. If you were to write, um, if you were to do a masterclass in storytelling, you yeah. would go straight to Dan Brown, The Da Vinci Code, because the way it punches you through the story yeah. is amazing. And then, um, and then I was yeah. only thinking about this this morning. I, I, my, 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 my very latest purchase, I, I don't know if you're going to go right, go go to it, was actually oh, yeah. in my book recommendations from Russell T. Davis on Instagram because I love his recommendations. Yes. He does he does good. Was it the um, Fleischman Fleischman, thing? yeah. So I've, Fleischman's I, in trouble. That's the one. So, I've, so I've, I've got that on my Kindle. I've downloaded it. And um, and then, you know, and he said, oh, I love these books. And we had a bit quick co- little conversation. I said, sometimes I just, you know, the, the trashy ones are good. And that them Dan Brown ones are good, you know. But, you know, Angels and Demons was brilliant until he jumped out of the helicopter and used his <laughs> handkerchief as a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan Brown, no. But, but I kind of like, I, I, I still kind of love those ones as well. You know, so like a completely mm. bonkers. But like Nikki just jumps out of the helicopter and uses a handkerchief as a parachute. <laughs> And I was like, very funny. Who's that? Who's his editor who sits there and goes, yeah, Dan, yeah, loving that. Yeah. yeah. And t- whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Handkerchief. Whoa. Handkerchief, uh, mate. Okay. Um, but also you've got many books of dreams here with the Welsh rugby. Uh, obviously an important part of, of, of any Welshman's life. Oh, but you're, yeah. you're North, you are North Wales, Kai, so. Yep. Very, uh, very much a North Walian, really. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people do say, oh, it's many, many football up there, many football up there. And it, and it is, it's a, it's a big, it's a big home of uh Football because it's so close to the to the Merseyside border. I'm sure we'll get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's so close to that. So it is North Wales is is, is a big um, is a big football sort of area. But but it, it, rugby is at its heart there. The, the, you know the local the local North Wales rugby team, my local team, Nant Conway. Wow. Yeah. What, what a side! What a side! And um, I think it's just in your blood, really. If you're passionate about sport, which I am, passionate about Wales, then you can't help but get carried away by JPR and the history my dad told me about and all that. And then once it's, once it's in you, it's in you. And then you show, you you see footage, you hear the anthem, it's in you. And there's, you know, whether you like it or not. Yeah. That's it. Well, I remember my dad, uh, letting me watch her. He had a book, uh, a book, he had a video of uh, great Welsh tries from the (gasps) seventies. Yeah. And so I'm there in the nineties because the nineties, and this is part of it, maybe growing up and, and, and being formed as a, as a sports fan in the nineties was the perfect time for Welsh rugby because we were so fucking dog shit. I mean, I don't know about you, but I nearly got a call up for the national squad in the (laughs) nineties. Right. Absolute cock. But, but I'm watching these videos of the seventies. So you're given, you're seeing the failure, but the passion and the history and the legacy. And, and that's a kind of heady concoction, isn't it? And it it hooks you in. And I, and you know, you know, I love Liverpool, but my love for Wales playing rugby. Oh yeah. Yeah. It does things to me. I, I get miserable days before the Wales England game because I think we're going to lose. Oh, I know. I can't even. <laughs> I, I, I literally will go about two or three days before. I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really going to watch it. I don't think I watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, I bother yeah. watching it. I, I don't <laughs> think I bother watching too much of it. I'm not. I, or, or I'll be completely like 
just massively pessimistic about it. Massively. Yes. I will lose. Now we'll lose. We're, we're going to lose anyway. Look, I'm going to watch it, but I know we're going to lose. I know we're going to lose. And is I, that, but is that not a massive part of the Welsh personality? <laughs> yes, of course it is. It is, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it's is. so weird. It's so weird because, because of where I'm from, because of being from Monmouth, and as you always told me, in fact, when I was first doing Torchwoods, <laughs> I was trying to play this Welshman, and I'm like, I am Welsh, but... But I'm always thought, well, I'm not really because I'm from Monmouth. I'm sort of from England. And then there are certain person, there are certain personality traits that come out of me, which I find very comforting because yeah. it makes me think, thank fuck, I am definitely Welsh, and that is one of them. That oh absolute God, defeatism. Yeah. Just, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not going to happen. It's not. Our, it's not our turn. No, 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 no never going to happen. No. And then, and then you know, and then, and I think that was the thing. I think that was the doom and gloom of, you know, even even though those those '90s games, you could say, oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's awful. The Ams Park was full. The passion was incredible. The anthem, the singing, and and it, it was just it, it, we were the champions of the world, even though we were the worst at everything. It was just it was like that. <laughs> well, suddenly in the mid noughties we became oh. the best at making Doctor Who, and that was. I mean, this is, must have been a really, really exciting time for you. I know it was for me. There we were yeah. in Cardiff, filming, um, filming Torchwood, and it felt a bit like you know in the nineties it was all about indie music and the Manics and the Stereophonics and Castonia, and in the noughties it suddenly weirdly because of Russell became yeah. all about us making incredible telly. Weren't we lucky to be there? It was the best time. It was so exciting. I remember seeing um, the, the, the uh, article in, in one of the tabloids going, um, T. Davis brings back who? You know, that one. Yeah. And then and you quickly, oh, wow, they're bringing back Doctor Who. And yes. Revised Who. And it's, oh, wow, it's going to be based in Cardiff with, Dave, with Christopher Exxon and Billy Piper. Wow, Billy Piper, you know, the the teenage, the, 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 the pop star kind of thing. And, and I just remember it just being exciting and it being a huge hit when it came yeah. on and just massive. And, <laughs> Having no clue, Tom, of what was out there, like we, we know is out there now, having absolutely no clue what what, what world know. is out there and how these loyal, amazing fans were starved of it, of not being on TV, and then it coming back and coming back with such a bang. It was incredible. And then yeah. for 12 months later to go in, I've got an idea, actually, of a bit <laughs> of a spin-off. Oh, you know, geez, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was so lucky. <laughs> so good, so good. Um, well, then 2007, the spin-off's up and running now. We're probably making series two of Torchwood by now. Yeah. Uh, but in 07, uh, and this is something, again, you and I have bonded over this already, Kai. We're seeing, like, already all the things we've touched upon are things you and I have talked about before. <laughs> Welsh rugby, a love of sci-fi, and just ridiculous films and Dan, Dan Brownisms. And also, here he is. Bom, bom, bom. Oh, yeah, that was the year. That was all my. That was my curb. That was my curb year. That was. I've get. I got. I've still got them all. I've still got all the DVDs downstairs. Um, so good. Ah, uh, huge, huge love for that man. It's my. It's, it's, it's my dream show. I'd love to be. I just want to do a scene with him. I just want to do yeah. a scene with him. Yeah, I, I'm. I, you know, and if if. Um, What's it? Oh, God. Jeff's, Jeff's, Jeff's wife is in it. Bonus. You know um, what I mean? <laughs> she's Susie, Susie. If yeah, Susie yeah. was in it, and just ask her to, and just ask her to swear at me in the scene. Then I'm, please call me a car wash yeah. cunt. Please, please, please. <laughs> Larry, you. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, but I love him. I love, I love I, everything I, about it. I would love to just record a podcast where we just go on at length of our favourite quotes from Curb. I think that the yeah. one for me is so your uh, your son, your son, pretty pretty big penis, pretty big penis, <laughs> pretty big penis. <laughs> I think I, I think I put something on Instagram not uh, not long ago about when when his secretary t- uh, says to him that he's got a doctor's appointment about his tickling his anus, and it's just it's just, why, why? <laughs> just amazing. <laughs> but there's something about him, isn't there? There's something about Larry David that sums up the. Um, I don't know. The, the, uh, not vulnerable because uh, you know, as white privileged men, we can't really call ourselves vulnerable. But we, th- I'm sort of very susceptible to things falling apart around us, and just yeah. I feel like I'm the only sane person in the room going, well, "How is this happening? <laughs> what Disaster. is going on? Disaster!" Disaster. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it just, it, it's just, it, it's joyous. And the thing is, and and it, it was announced that they're they're doing another series. You know, and I was thinking he is going to have a ball. It's COVID time. You know, it's yeah. all this. Oh he is God. just going to embellish it so much you know the scene yeah. opens the, the, the episodes open it's a beautiful santa monica sunshine you know <laughs> we zoom in on his front door or probably his house he's such a wealthy man and he's there and he's in the house with leon his lodger and yeah. you know his day is doomed to fail before <laughs> he even starts <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, Leon. Leon. Oh, amazing. I think, Leon, I think Leon's my favourite one, isn't it? If you've not watched Kirby Enthusiasm, please do. And the, the clever thing about it is, is the inversion, because what it's doing is it's taking a man who's incredibly high status. He is a white, rich man, and yeah. it's flipping it. His high status oh. is meaningless because he's such yeah. a clown. Yeah, and he, you know, he's, and he's, he's so wealthy, but it's just he is a disaster, a disaster. Yes, 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 yes. Good. All right, very good. So, so we're discussing disasters. <laughs> also, just being able to do that, Kai, is such yeah. an important skill. Just whenever you need to, if something just. <laughs> I think I've got a feeling we were on a train going to a convention once and I was just making you do that periodically. Like literally someone came and checked our tickets. I was yeah. like, Kai, do the song. <laughs> Brilliant. You, you put something on Twitter this morning. I've just seen it. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> think about, there's, a gr- there's a great Larry David gif about not giving a fuck because it's to do with <laughs> Meghan and Harry. Every, Meg- every Meghan and Harry story, I couldn't get- And I feel like Larry- I look to Larry David. Larry yeah. David and Stuart Lee, I look to them. Great to- shout, great to- shout. Can you please express my lack of giving a shit? I couldn't care <laughs> less. Great shout. Oh, God's sake. Mommy. <laughs> Um, all right, let me crash on into 2008. Obviously, we've got more curb. We've got the Magic Faraway Tree by <gasps> Enid Blyton. This one's for you, is it? You know, off the back uh, of Dan Brown, you thought you'd go up a, up a gear, or yeah, that was a present for Sarah, my wife Sarah. That was. Uh, okay. tr- uh, I, I remember it by. I've stuck. It's, it's on the bookshelf. I've done. I put a nice little 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 note. I think it was for a birthday. Was it? What was it? Was it round about February time, 2008? Was it? Wait, was it on the 12th of February 2008? It was for Valentine's then, I remember it. it. Okay, okay. So so was she your wife at this point? She wasn't, no, no, no. We were courting. Mm-hmm. Yes, we okay, were nice. and and yeah, so the Magic Fire. It was a, a, one of her favourite books as a as a as a, as a, as a child, and uh, I, I found it and gave it to us Valentine's. That's so beautiful, and I can see what else you bought her for Valentine's Day that year as well. <laughs> it's so no, this is so lovely because you really yeah. love her, and this is gorgeous. Do you know what it is? What is it? In the same order. So you've got the Magic Faraway Tree by Enid Blight, and obviously that's for her to read. Yeah. And then when she's finished that, she can read the other thing you got for her. Ross Kemp on Gangs, El Salvador. <laughs> yes. Ah, we were mad on that as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, gra- a great... Sarah met him in the car. Uh, Sarah met him. Sarah was working in London yeah. <laughs> at the time doing a show at the National Theatre. And um, if you if you work in the theatres in town, you get... Not that you can afford it. You get mem- you get membership to all these clubs and stuff just because you're in a show in the West End. Yes, you know? of course you do. Yes, and, yes, um, oh, So they go to the Groucho. And one night... And her cast would would call her Sarah Ross Kemp on Gangs, Sarah on Gangs, Sarah because she we were obsessed with it at the time. And they walk into the Groucho one night. Who was at the bar having an espresso martini? Ross Kemp on Gangs. Ross Kemp on martini. Yeah. That's that's what I want to see. That's what oh, I want to see. Yeah, I remember it. You loved him. God, you've given Ross Kemp a sort of James Bond twist there with the martini, espresso yeah. martini. We're seeing comedy, we're seeing sport coming through. Uh, we're seeing the Julie Walters autobiography, December 2009. Yeah. That's another one for Sarah, yeah. Why not? Very nice. Um, take That, The Greatest Day. Yeah. Brilliant take that. for Sarah, no. yeah. Yes. Love to say that. Um, Cats, The Musical on DVD. That was for me. That was for me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, you, you are musically, theatrically trained. I'm a trained, I am trained. I trained at, uh, at Mount View and um, I trained in a three-year musical theatre course, yeah. I'm a trained musical theatre, trained singer. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I wanted, when I, when I, it, that's all I wanted to do. I All I wanted to do was be the next Michael Ball. And that's not even a joke. I, I wanted still, to be. But you, you still must. You still absolutely will I do wanted this. to play Marius in Les Mis. I wanted to do, I wanted to play Chris in Miss Saigon. Yeah. I wanted to play Raoul in Phantom. I wanted to play all the male, the young male leads. I, I, I really did. And, uh, You've got a hell of a voice on you. Your acting not so good. Not but so your good. Voice. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm, a tra- I'm, a, I'm a trained singer. The acting is just like I'm literally just. I had to do evening classes for that. I couldn't be asked. Yeah. Clash with Man United. So yeah, I I exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not. Uh, but the singing, it's, it's a huge passion of mine, and um, and I still love it. I'm still a huge musical theatre fan. Uh, you know, people say it's a guilty pleasure. It's not. It's not even a guilty pleasure of mine. It's a huge passion. I love. I love. I'm. I'm I'm obsessed with Hamilton. I'm watching Hamilton every day at the moment on Disney Plus. So it's, I'm just loving it. Yeah. Isn't it absolutely amazing? Would you, <laughs> what, what, what would be your dream West End show right now? Then Hamilton. Yeah, I've also I'd like to. I, I, I'm, I've got 
King George is a great part, by the way, in in, in I've I've been lucky enough to go in a couple of times and uh, have a few recalls for Trunchbull in Matilda. And, oh um, God! I'd yes. love to have a go. I'd love to have a go. So, um, are you still auditioning for stuff? Will you still audition for stuff like that? Yeah, I've been in for a couple. I, I had a few auditions to play Shrek as well on on tour, and and, and I do. Oh, and, must, you know, must I, resist urge. Must resist urge. <laughs> The part you were born to, to play. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> listen, listen. You'll be back on the stage in no time. I've no doubt. But unfortunately, there'll be no audience in the seats. But don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, so, uh, okay. Look, I can see what happens in April 2010. April 2010. Kai, come on. <laughs> April 2010. Well, Anything important then? Um, nothing to do with the dog, is it? No. <laughs> um, April the 14th, 2010. The day my life changed for the best. Yeah. Without a doubt, the, so Bob's, you, the, Bob, the Bob's the landed. <laughs> so Bobby arrived in your life. Yeah, um, obviously Bobby named after Bobby uh, was is probably named after Sarah's grandfather Bob. Really, um, and I, we just mm. love the name Bobby. We just love the name, and, and you know, I could say right. we could say Bobby Charlton. We could say you know, um, but it's Sarah's granddad Bob. And we just love Bobby. Now, I do want to get on to the, the products that have been bought here, but you have got an amazing story about Bob. Is it Bobby Moore or Bobby Charlton? You went oh to the book, my the book signing. Oh, God. Bobby Robson. Bobby Robson. That's what it was. Tell me about this, please. I love this story. This is... this I, In in 2005, <clears throat> I was up in Newcastle doing a, um, a series with Robson Green called Rocket Man. And obviously, you know, it, it was set in Newcastle. So they, at the time, Sir Bobby Robson... Was uh, I think he I think he was still in charge, but he was he was just coming to the end of his career, and he, he released his autobiography. So one of the crew um, left early to go and queue up Waterstones Newcastle to uh, to get this autobiography signed for, by Sir Bobby Robson, and uh, he queued up uh, for, out, for hours outside and with his book in hand, and he finally got to Sir Bobby. He was sitting there, blessing you know, lovely white hair and stuff and all that. Hello, 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 Sir Bobby. Hello, Sir Bobby. Hello, 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 son. hello, son. hello, son. And as he, as he, as he was signing, he said, I, I, I bet you, um, <clears throat> it was a it's to Chris. And, and as he signed it, he said, I bet you've signed loads of these today, haven't you, Sir Bobby? And he went, oh, hundreds, son. Hundreds. <laughs> Shook his hand and walked out. When he opened the book, he said, to Chris, all the best, Bobby hundreds. <laughs> 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 this is fucking love story. It's the genius. Oh, Bobby Hundreds. It's Bobby just hundreds. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's gone from one of our greatest football statesmen to a dodgy casino owner. Do you know what I mean? Bobby, I'm, Bobby, I'm Bobby Hundreds. Get in there. You might yeah, win yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing those double glazing adverts. You buy yeah, one, yeah, you yeah. get one free. You buy one, you get one free. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself some gas and air and breathe deeply. We're talking on the phone while he had his arm inside my vagina. In my head, I was saying, could you go and see if the anaesthetist is free? And what I was actually saying out loud was, help me. CD player doesn't work. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the fucking CD player. Where's my playlist? That's One Torn Every Minute with me, Beth Murray. Available now from Great Big Owl. Help me! You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ooh, I don't want to hear no more crying. Just come on, let me know what you've been buying. 
Um, okay, uh, so the kids arrived. Were you working when the baby wouldn't, when Bobby was born? Were you out doing Torchwood? Were you, oh God, we, hang on, we were in no, LA. We were, no, 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 it was, it was in that, do you know what? Sarah, um, Sarah had, uh, had a sort of difficult sort of pregnancy. She had a, she, um, uh, uh, with Bobby kind of thing. So she had to get, you know, a couple, a couple of procedures done just to, to make sure the baby was safe for some, uh, and all that. And we were in yeah. University College Hospital uh, about a month before Bobby was born, just to find the final assessment, just to make sure everything was okay and all that. And everything was, thank, thank, thank God and all that. And mm-hmm. as we were waiting in the waiting room, I had a call from Julie Gardner to say, we are going ahead with season four. It's going to be done in Vancouver. And that was then. <laughs> so so it was literally the massive hiatus of waiting until we actually started. And then it obviously changed from Vancouver to LA. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I remember getting the call to say it's been confirmed. There was whispers, but then she said it is going ahead, and, and I was in I was in UCLH. Yeah, what a lovely moment. Yeah, oh, you all, it's all there. So it's, the world's at your feet at that point. It's yeah. Beautiful. I mean, it's all falling apart now, but you know, <laughs> I got my phone calls from Russell, mate. Just to yeah, oh. just FYI, I was in the middle of walking Polly when he called me, oh. and I was I was I just talked about Polly, and he was like, he was trying, just so you know. We're going to be doing torture. I know it's exciting, it's exciting, but but Polly, she re- she's really into bones at the moment, and we've actually bought her this new toy. And I love that man. I love that man. I love that man. Do you think we can get him to listen to this? I'll try and persuade him to listen. Oh, to this. He, I just, I just, I think he's just wonderfully supportive, and he's, he's just, yeah, yeah. The world should be full of Russell T Davises. Love him. Rename Wales Russell T yeah. Wales. Oh, That's my. Yeah, yeah. I'm pitching for that. I, a big plaque good. on a whole country. That's what I want. Did you watch it's years all... and years? I was just thought it was just. Oh, geez, Louise, mate. Yeah. Oh. He's amazing. He's, yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, all right, so uh, he's amazing, sure, but your Amazon shopping history, that's also amazing, Kite, yeah? Not as amazing <laughs> as Russell T. Davis, because you're buying things like Red, My Autobiography by Gary Neville. Again wow. and again. You buy Can three I tell you co- something? Three copies. Are you a Man United fan? Is that what it's going to be? You're that buy book, something? yeah, that book is called Red. Yeah. Never read it. <laughs> Still haven't read it. <laughs> that, that is literally like a line from a book you also bought in November 2011. I Partridge, we need to talk about Alan. Well, well, I know you don't like him, so we'll skip over that one. So. <laughs> He's inspired my whole radio career, Kai. Everything about him. I love, it's funny, I, isn't it? How you think like when you, whenever I see Partridge, I literally think of you straight away. But it's not yeah. because you. It's not because of your DJing style at all. Or it's. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. It's, yeah, it's take your it. love of champagne-coloured Vauxhall Omegas. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get me a Toblerone. I I uh, adore Alan Partridge, but I've got to say, Kai, the book's called Red, but I've never read it. Yeah. It's right up there. You should send that in to the Partridge writers, because that is proper Partridge. That's superb stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, more rugby. Here we go. Alan Wynne Jones' World Cup year. Stephen Jones, a thinking man's game. I love Stephen Jones. Wasn't he a great fly half, Stephen Jones? I love Stephen Jones. I, and I'm I, I'm really glad he's on that team, on uh, part of that coaching staff now. I think that's, uh, yeah. Good he's exciting. Well. He's an attacking, aggressive Yeah, flair. I love it's Stephen Jones. Um, John Hartson, please don't go. Big John's journey back to life. Tell us about John Hartson, the football. Oh, John Hartson, what a hero, what a legend. And um, massive, massive um, Welsh, you know, footballing legend, really. But then, God, so lucky to be alive because he, he he got cancer. Uh, he mm. got testicular cancer um, just as he was finishing his playing career, I think, at West Brom. And then it, it spread, it spread to his lungs and then it spread to his brain as well. And, and it's, yeah. a, it's a really inspiring tale of... Uh, of um, of John's recovery, and it really, it's just a miracle that he that he survived, and he was in the hospital in Swansea. And I think you know they were he, he was a goner, I think, but he's he's completely you know he, he's his inner strength and the the, the, the support. He, he talks of a doctor there who helped him and stuff. He, he, he sort of um, he's turned his life around and he's, he's made a full amazing, recovery, which is amazing. And then and then that year, I think um, shortly after we would, we'd finished torture, I, I, he uh, he had a massive charity football game um for, uh, for, for to raise funds for cancer and it was like you know it was pretty much like you know wales wales celebs versus england celebs and um i got to play um, for the john hart on the john hartson team i thought you were going to say you got to go and watch it you got to play i was in the, i was in the team i was in the team yeah i played Are you kidding what was that who else was on the team then? oh mate honest to god it was the best ever and it was it was at, it was at pride park and it yeah. was wales and and McManaman played for England. Harry Redknapp was in charge of the England team. Oh, Ian Wright played. Collymore played. Collymore oh, played. God. Dave Besant was in goal, and uh, and, that, and and the, you know the usuals, like people like Mark Wright and the the guys that you see on Soccer Aid, really good players, by the way. Yes. Uh, um, 
And yeah, McManaman, amazing Collie Moore. And then um, on the Welsh team, Neville Southall in goal. Oh, I bloody love Neville Southall. Hang on, I thought you'd be in goal. I thought you were a goalie. Well, I was going to go. No, but I played right back. And then can we had... Saying to, can you imagine you saying to Neville, listen, Excuse mate. me, Nev, step aside, lad. I have played for Sandwich under 18s. So <laughs> we also had Robbie Savage <clears throat> and uh, mm. Dion Dublin played for England. And then we had Kevin Rackett, Joe Calzaghi played for us. For Wales, and then and then uh, and then we had Gary Speed as well. I played oh, with God, Gar- yeah, I played, and then and 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 actually it was probably Gary Speed's last match. It was that it was that sort of time that period, and uh, a couple of months later. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was an amazing, amazing night, and we'd raised money for for uh, for John Hart's cancer charity. Amazing, and I've kept in touch with John a little bit since, and he's he's he's, he's come to he's been to my I did used to play football for San Luis United, and he came and did a speaker night there, and he was amazing. He's amazing. amazing. He oh, is brilliant. amazing. Amazing. Brilliant. His some of his stories hit some of his Craig Bellamy stories are superb. <laughs> Craig Bellamy. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love Craig Bellamy. It, a, a quick one was literally a, a quick one. I paraphrase yeah, completely, on, but like on. literally all the way through these games, like all the way through the game. Couple they were Wales were away somewhere. I can't remember. And all the way through the game, you know, um, John John would pass to Craig Bellamy. So he passed to Craig Bellamy, and Craig Bellamy was going, "Hey mate, DK, DK, that DK, DK, DK." And I went, "What? What? What the fuck is he on about? What the fuck? DK man, DK, DK." So on the bus on the way from on, on back home, I went, "Craig, Craig, 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 what the fuck does DK mean?" I went, different class. <laughs> <laughs> hey mate, different class, different class. DK, DK. You went, "Oh my god." <laughs> How hot are you? I'm not too bad actually. I'm uh, I'm naked, so it's fine. I'm not. I'm are you right. actually fully naked? Yeah, fully naked, so it's fine. Literally nothing on. Nothing on. Nothing on. Buttocks on chest. Okay. Great. Just uh, right. just just on a little a small bar stool, the old milking yeah. stool that we used to use in the farm, and uh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. could probably get milk. Has it got a little hole in the, in the stool? And you could just pop 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 through. Pop a, pop a ball through there and someone could come, <laughs> someone could come along and milk you, couldn't they? Yes. All right, okay, let's crash into 2012 now, Kayo, and you've just bought a book with your face on, so that's nice. Um, still buying lots of books here. Duncan Edwards, The Greatest, that's MUFC. Um, yeah. Uh, what else have we got here? We can see the Bobster's getting a bit older now. He's only two, but you've bought him an infrared-controlled helicopter with gyroscopic stability control. That is not for a two-year-old, that's for a grown man. <laughs> that could have been for me. Yeah, that is absolutely for you. There's no doubt about it. Um, uh, Mega blocks as well. Dougal the digger. All these books that we get for our kids, aren't they? Yeah. Just they're gorgeous. We don't realise when we're actually reading. At the time we're reading them to the to our kids, we don't realise how beautiful they are. And then we go look back on them and we're like, oh, on the way home, so yeah. nice. So I think it's, I, I can't believe it. Um, I was looking trying to look, and I, I bought so many books. It's just a massive. I, I just love. I love reading. You know, we spoke about it quite a few quite a few times. I'm about to do. Love it. Yeah. You recommended me a couple of belters. So yeah, love it. Thanks, mate. Um, it's always a pleasure to do that. I find it's the only way I can um, properly escape. It's just the best form of meditation for me. It's what works for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, Richie McCaw, Sam oh. Warburton. Yeah, great players. Great players. Richie um, and Sam. Oh. Now look, here's, here's a story that's developing looking at your... Um, well, not developing because you've talked about doing um, marathons already, but uh, 65 quid on some um, some trainers. Yes. Time to run men's favourite long sleeve running stop. So you're a big fan of running. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 been a big part of my life in, in, in <clears throat> all the way through, you know, I, I've just enjoyed sort of keeping fit and looking after myself and I haven't really always looked after myself, you know, I haven't, and, I, and, I, and I'll hold my hands up with that, you know, I, I really haven't always looked after my physical health or mental health the best I po- possibly could, but whenever I could, I would always throw myself into something and and um, and train as hard as I could, and I've, and I've run a few marathons for charities, and uh, and I think, as you said, with, with, with um, reading, you're escaping and helping with meditation, running helps my mental health just tenfold it's just unreal you know and this is something you've opened up about on on uh, social media recently as well yeah, so yeah. so because I, I didn't realize this about you i, I didn't notice and how what a typical cliched bloke conversation this is to have having spent all that time with you but i never re- it never occurred to me that there was anything going on but yeah but you, you struggled with your mental health always have done always have done really I, just and not really spoke about it massively just suffered in silence and huge anxieties huge sort of paranoias and things and and you know huge sort of issues with depression and things over the years and I, three years ago i i i uh, 
I I, uh, I stopped drinking three years ago, and it's and it's and because it was affecting my life, it was affecting the way I was, and I was drinking mm. too much, far too much, yeah. and um, yeah. and I think it's you know there's a choice to be made there, and I think it's um, and I'm very grateful for that choice that I made and 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 the support I receive and stuff, and it's just helped massively, and I still get picked up. About depression, I still get bouts of anxiety, but I can deal with it a hell of a lot, hell of a lot better with a clear mind and a clear head. And exercise, and 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 exercise is is, is this thing is better than any sort of you know any sort of tablet that they offer you, in my opinion. Anyway, it's just it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and that's how I got in, that's how I got into it in the first place. I was getting therapy when I was about twenty two. Yeah, and she said you just got to start running, and that's why it, for me too, it's been a big part of my life. It's Lots just, of running. It's just that yeah. I can't explain that run as high or that there's the the endorphin buzz at the end of it. You you know you do. If you feel a bit anxious, you feel a bit low, go for a 20-minute run, 25-minute run. When you come back, you probably will feel better. You, you know, yes. it's weird. You yes. know, it's not just, that's not just me trying to push running. You think It's kind of, you do kind of thing because it connects I, your breathing and all that and you've had a good sweat out. And, yeah. I, and I don't, I, 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 if I'm in a gym or on a treadmill, I will have music on. If I'm out, if I'm running outside, I won't have any music on. I will let my thoughts just take over. And I find yeah. that the good form of meditation. So when I come back, I've, I've kind of got through any sort of lists that I need to do that day or. Yes. Yes. You sort of cleanse your mental palate. That's don't you? You great. Just, That's, yeah. And, and you it makes, just, it makes your day clearer. You could just, because sometimes you wake up with a bit of a fog, fog and a haze. It makes your yeah. day a, a hell of a lot clearer. Great for running lines, by the way, if I have got lines to oh, learn, I might stick, I might stick my headphones in there and run lines kind of thing. Yeah. On that, that, that could be good. Yeah. I, uh, I quote you most days, Kai. Most days, yeah, ne- never regret a run. You never regret a run, exactly. And I, that's my. Uh, it's either me or Beth, because Beth and I go on alternate days. We go yeah. running, so yeah. one of us has the kids, one of us goes running, and every time she says, "Oh, it's too hot. Oh, I can't do it today." No, I'm like, "You never, you'll never regret a run." And you don't. It's, it's, you never get back. You never get back and think, "Oh, I wish I'd done that." Yeah, you you will regret it if you don't go. You'll go, "Oh, I should have gone. I should have gone." And then and then by the time you've you've argued yourself, you're going, "That was half an hour. I could have done that in half an hour." Instead, I've been arguing with myself. <laughs> with um, yourself, yeah. That's so stupid. Uh, loads and loads of books in 2013. Loads of books, including Lee Child, Jack Reacher, Book One, Killing Floor. Yeah. Oh, mate. I just, there is no greater pleasure than a brand new Jack Reacher book. <gasps> I, I think that was the year that I got into him and I was introduced. My dad, my dad, like, literally devours books. He's a huge bookworm. Like, and he, he said, just, just have a read, just have a read, see what you're thinking. And uh, I've usually got a couple on the go. I'll have, a, I'll have an autobiography or something a bit, maybe, maybe something spiritual and a yes. Jack Reacher. <laughs> and, uh, yes, that's, that's, and, I think, and I say Jack yeah. Reacher it could be a Simon Koenig or a Chris Carter or a you know a, a classic serial killer ones that I like you know those I got ones. you into Chris Carter I told uh, you about Chris Carter I'm sure I did I tell you what he's my f- they're, they're unreal they're unreal they're fantastic they're fantastic there's loads there's absolutely loads he's also buying he's buying Canton Tea Yes. Lapsang Sushang Su tea. Sushong tea, I should say. Uh, yeah. Very, uh, very sophisticated guy, of course. Lovely, yeah. Yeah, I love a bit of Lapsang Sushong. Um, a Simon Koenig book, some protein oh, as well. Yeah. So you're looking after yourself. How Proust Can Change Your Life. That is a great, about Alan de Botton. That is a great book. Isn't it just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I might yeah, pick yeah, that yeah. up again, actually. That's a, I, that's a I good, love it. That's a good book to get hold of now, actually. It's in that book that I found one of the best bits that I've, I've almost, would almost have it tattooed about, in order to be happy, every day you've got to swallow a frog. I'm sure I've probably spoken about it before in this podcast. Yes, that is a Proustian philosophy, and it's yeah. true. He's Until got some I've re- swallowed the frog, and that's what running is. Running is swallowing the frog. He's got some really. I like the. Yeah, he's got some really good ones. I really like it. Yeah, really good, really good. All right, bit of Proust there. Yeah, we'll talk about Proust and rugby. Get over it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, let's have a look at this. What have we got now? We're in 2015, Kai. Um, yeah. Self-compassion. I don't have to feel better than others to feel good about myself. Learn how to see self-esteem through the lens of self-love and mindfulness and cultivate the courage to be you. What I love about this, Kai, is that we've got a guy buying loads of stuff about, you know, football and rugby and his sporting bloke. He's a he's a, <laughs> he's a know, bloody he's bloke. A, he's a bloody bloke. <laughs> but what's great is that he's a modern bloody bloke who's got the ability to read these things and and do this stuff and look after yourself. This is Yeah, brilliant. I think it was about time that things started to get in tune you know i think i think i'd really started to to i, I would you know like, I would, typical bloke brought up in wales oh you'll be fine don't worry about it don't worry about it you know yeah. you crack on your life don't
don't talk, you know, blah, blah. And then you actually get all the way, oh, no, no, this isn't good. I need to talk. I need to start speaking. And it was affecting relationships and all that. And, you know, I was not, yeah. I was not, I wasn't opening up. I wasn't talking or, you know, I wasn't communicating. So, um, and I then, but then I also found it fascinating because I fasc- found it fascinating how the brain worked and all that. So I was, I was getting really into it and trying to get in touch spiritually as well. So trying. Yeah, I can see that. Look at that. You bought some uh, original incense sticks. Trying May to get, trying to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes the hippie. Lighting incense. Yeah. Stick and love yourself. I yeah. mean, that is. <laughs> in the old days, I used to light a match and have a wank. Do, now... do you know what? I remember years ago going to a barn dance in one of the farms and we were trying to smoke incense sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, were you high as kites? No, we oh, were. God. Oh, God. Off the smell of manure we were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the farmer, the the farm boy. There he is. He's still into. there, yeah. So good, so good. Um, so back in 2015, though, a uh, bit of cooking stuff, some uh, uh, frying pan. Oh, yes. Got a cook's knife, cutting board. Yeah. A little bit of uh, Keith Floyd. I love Keith Floyd. Ah, yeah. The autobiography of Keith Floyd stirred but not shaken. Yes, please. <laughs> it's a belter. No, he should have just called it shit faced, shouldn't he? Yeah, really? absolutely smashed. <laughs> there, I tell you what, there is one of my favourite ever, ever Keith Floyd episodes, and they show them every now and again, or they show them clips on Saturday because if you get hold of it, it might be on YouTube. It's Keith Floyd with Ray Gravel. I am writing that down as we speak. These are the sort of recommendations I love on this podcast. Yeah. Tell me more. And it's basically, Keith is in South Wales and Ray Gravel is his guest. That's all I can tell you. At the end of it, Keith Floyd plays rugby with Ray Gravel. End of. Just watch it. <laughs> forget, forget cooking tips. Keith you, Floyd you, tips. I have to say, it's, it's, we've all seen the, the, the footage of Boris Johnson with the rugby ball, right? Oh, Jesus, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's similar to that, but it's Keith Floyd, so it's classy and he's much more likable. Uh, but yeah, uh, brilliant. Okay. okay. And, and, he, and, and Ray Gravel is, is teaching him the Welsh words of like, you know, okay, we have leek. And what's that? Kenning. And with carrot, what's that? Moron, and he's going through all the Welsh words, and it is brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Good, it's in. We're going to watch that. Um, okay, let's skip on ahead now. February 2016, Kai. So you're in Hollyoaks at this point. Yeah, very much uh, in Hollyoaks. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good place to work. The best. Loved every second. Love every second of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, great people. Um, the people that the work there that they've been in that building for over 20 years now 25 yeah. years Hollyoaks things coming to um, because they were all there when Brookside was on so they're the old Brookie staff and all that uh, yeah, yeah. great really down to earth people um, and I really I was there almost three years and I, I fell in love with with the city and the people and you, uh, and you lived in the greatest city in the world which as a Man United fan must it is the greatest. it is the greatest city in the world in my opinion and, uh, and, and, uh, excuse yeah. me yeah. so why do you support Man United come over come over to the red side uh, the proper uh, red uh, side again it's in the blood and I'm and I'm and I'm glad about that I love you I love you know how much I love United but in my time there in my time in Hollyoaks my I've always liked the Scouts because I, I, I come from a place called Llanluce which is only about an hour and a quarter away from Liverpool anyway on the North Wales coast so we'd go to Liverpool quite a bit and we yeah. and, and my dad worked there a lot so I knew Liverpool really well and I've, I've always had a fondness for it in the sense of humour and, and obviously the football rivalry and all that but the people of that city are the best in the world and they yeah, have the, I, I love them I love them dearly and I love I'm very passionate about it and I love Liverpool and Hollyoaks was just a joy to work on and yeah. um yeah, I cannot speak highly enough of the place. Okay, here's what we're going to do now, Kai. We are going to skip ahead, all right? We are going to take in the last few months. We're going to see what life has looked like for you in lockdown, okay? Yeah. And straight away, <laughs> straight away we've got a manual garden lawnmower for 60 quid. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Enjoying that? Embracing the middle-aged dadness there. Mowing the lawn. Come on. Yes. I tell you one thing. One of the best things I've ever bought that, it's it, it's a recent purchase. It's my yeah. my my um my tide, or my, I call it my tide in Welsh. It's it, it, it Welsh grandfather. My yeah. tide used to have a manual one. It's like the old bowling green ones. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, literally yeah. is. You know, it's the equivalent of a nice shark or a handheld Dyson at home where you just go like that. Oh. This just comes out. 
back and forward a few times. I can get the lines on the lawn a bit like Wembley, which Bobby loves, and it takes <laughs> him about ten minutes to do the front and back garden. And you feel like you've achieved something when you've and got, it's a, got a nice lawn. whirring motion. It's quite calming and soothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, the because fair otherwise thing. I have to get the extension out, the flymo, the thing, the cleaner. But this is just like oh, no, thank you. No, 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 no leads. And there's no, there's no carbon footprint here, Kai. There's no. Also, listen. What I love about this as well is that we're finding things, and this often happens on this podcast, ways of self-soothing, right? Yeah. We are suckling on Amazon because we are going to Amazon to, to find things to almost meditative healing. And I think mowing a lawn with a manual lawnmower is a perfect example. Oh. I also think there's a lot of built-up frustration, obviously, during lockdown, because on the 1st and 2nd of August, you've bought Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. Yes. Um, just really wanting to... Oh. That was last weekend. That was... <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, Sarah had gone to see some mates I think in uh, in Norfolk and uh, we went right we're having a boys weekend we're watching the Rockies <laughs> Let, the girls have gone Rockies on yeah we're gonna we're gonna watch all the Bonds back to back you know that one you know <laughs> men are such fucking idiots I love it <laughs> So ridiculous. It's bank um, holiday. What are you doing? Who's with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great. Uh, so you you are having a lovely bank holiday. What else have we got here in 2020? Uh, some Slazenger Wimbledon tennis balls. Is there any better smell in the world than new tennis balls? The new balls. Bob's loves a bit of tennis. Uh, so yeah, well, some, and, and, and I did say, so these aren't very bouncy. We need to get proper Wimbledon tennis balls. Really? Yes, I've ordered some off Amazon. And He's the bounce it. is excellent. The, the good the good news is the bounce is excellent and then something which maybe we might leave you with this actually Kai because this this sort of opens up the the new chapter in your book what's going on at the moment in your life yeah so we're going to leave you on just a really it's a nice image as we find you buying the little black book of workout motivation and it's fair oh. to say this came on June uh, 2nd of June 2020 yeah it's fair to say this isn't just for you also the fitness instructor's handbook a complete guide to health I and know. fitness corrective exercise a practice practical approach what's going on i know crazy it's it's um something that i've always sort of thought about doing something i've always fancied in the back of my mind of of, of maybe you know because as actors you know we're thinking oh a little sideline business and all that what do you find you know something just to sort of keep us ticking over and and you know still be freelance and a bit of freedom and all that and um and then with and then with what i with with, with the way i sort of live my life now is i try and sort of be of service, try and help people as well and all that. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to look into doing uh, a personal training course uh, mm. and uh, try and become a fully qualified personal trainer. And I did a bit of research and there are courses out there. There are courses and it's all available online. And um, I did some research, spoke to a few mates who I know are PTs and they put me in touch with a couple of people. Yeah. And literally, um, so end of May, middle of May this year, um, I, I embarked on the, on the personal training course, and um, with that, I, I, with I, I'm almost qualified now. I've done it in about 13 weeks. I've almost qualified, fully qualified, level three personal yeah. trainer, and then I'm also specialising. Um, there's there's some extra modules you can do. I'm specialising in senior fitness and corrective exercise, so I'm going to be a senior fitness specialist oh. and a corrective exercise specialist. So I'm going to be. I've set up a little business called KO PT, which is KO in PT, personal training. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I'll be able to do this remotely from anywhere. With, yes, with, I was going to say. Yeah. So is it, is this, this can be like a Zoom gig, right? Yeah, I can. I can I'm going to be holding one-to-one Zoom consultations, Zoom classes, but also via an app. I can I can do all the training plans for you. Uh, you don't have to be a member of a gym. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Uh, there'll be an initial consultation. I can find out what you want. I'll be able to design a plan for your specific needs and with uh, support from me, one-to-one support via Zoom, via the app, access to messaging me and then um, and helping people, you know, just basically keeping fit. But with that, incorporating, I'm also doing a level three in first aid for mental health. So I'll be incorporating a healthy body, a healthy mind and just trying to encourage people to have uh, healthier hearts and happier heads. 
Yeah, it's just, it's brilliant because you've always had this energy about you, which is why when I found out when you started opening up about mental health stuff and your own personal things, that I, I felt like, I felt surprised because your energy is is positive and it's big and it is enthusiastic and it is full of joy. And for you to channel this in a way towards uh, towards PT is, it's a perfect match, Kyle. Yeah, it's a I've got to, match. It, it's something I've, and, and it's all, and I'm, you know, you know, you, it's just, it, 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 it sort of snowballed and going, oh, actually. And then, like, you think, yeah, but can I do that? And then you go, oh, yes, that is possible. It sort of just sort of opened up in front of me, like, yeah. and it went, oh, it's there. I, I, this is absolutely possible to do. I could do this. And yeah. I, I've had to really study and learn anatomy and physiology and really re- learn about the body and joints. And, and I am not at all academic in that way at all. And, you know, and I've had to learn how to revise again and study and I've had to sit exams and, you know, mm. and I'm having to reset an exam and things, but I've loved expanding my mind to this. And, 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 and it's something that I've always been passionate about anyway. And I've always yeah. been quite, if I, if I want to run a marathon, I will run a marathon. I will make sure I'll, I'll do that. And it's, and it's just something that I've, I'm loving. I'm, I'm not quite fully qualified yet, but by by September this year, 2020, I will be uh, fully qualified. Yeah, and, and it's just so brilliant that we leave you on this in such a good place, ah. such a good place. And you know, sadly, it's not Wales. Is I know it's the Midlands where you live now. But <laughs> yes, you know. I'm going to be. I'm in the Midlands. I'm in beautiful Warwickshire. But I, yeah. I, I, but but with with the magic of these amazing apps that are available now and online and Zoom yes. classes, I can yes. do, it, it can be done anywhere. So that's the reason why really as well. I thought, well, you know, I, I can, I can, you can train people and, 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 and you could just give somebody a plan and go away and they can do it. And then they can come back and ask you advice and, and, yeah. and have the constant support. And it's something that I can do alongside acting and something that I'm passionate about helping people and you know it's brilliant It's br- I love the uh, helping um, senior people as well it's going to be you're going to be like a Welsh Joe Wicks Kai it's going to be massive um, yeah. also I love the fact that you've been researching this and then bought Rocky Fort. will you have old people punching slabs of meat that's my concern oh my god that's a great scene yes I probably will <laughs> yes I probably will I probably will yeah yeah okay okay good alright Kai Owen I'm going to leave you now you can go and read your Neville autobiography I'll have to pick it up yeah I'll have to finally, pick it up I love finally. the fact I'll, I'll, the fact that when they asked Jurgen Klopp what have you found out what, how's lockdown been for you and he said what I've realised is that Gary Neville has an opinion about everything <laughs> he really fucking does um, yeah. listen Kai, so everyone can follow you you've got the, the Twitter what is your Twitter account and have you got a special Twitter account for your PT so bit? the Twitter account is Kai Kai Owen yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then K-A-I 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 Owen and then yeah. the um, I'm on Instagram as Kai Owen 75 but the PT is K-O underscore underscore PT but it, but I, I've got links to it via Twitter and all of my normal Instagram page and everything so it's all there right and if you're old he'll make you suffer brilliant maybe yeah. that's a catchphrase right there suffer yeah. suffer with Kai Owen suffer um, with Kai Owen <laughs> uh, I've been doing that for years but this last hour has been a pleasure Kai thank you so much for coming on my Mate, Mayport Toaster it's always a joy to speak to you I think you're wonderful you know that so good man cheers love take care bye bye boy I've got so much sweat <laughs> I've got so I've got to send you a picture of my crotch. <laughs> the magnificent Kai Owen. I hope uh, his energy and, and his brilliance has come across on the podcast. He's such a good guy. One of those people you just he's he's just good to have on the end of a WhatsApp. You know, you just text him about all sorts. And the fact that he's opened up about the mental health stuff is just all to the good. And it's something I guess we all need to do a bit. And it's good to have that person, isn't it? It's always good to have that person in your life who you can jump on and start texting about stuff like that. Um, anyway, that's enough of me for one episode. Hope you've enjoyed it. I'll be back next week with more my mate bought a toaster. Rate and review, subscribe, and all that gubbins. And I'll see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm Jack Beaumont and this is Crime Club, the podcast where I talk to people who have done terrible, terrible things, either immoral or illegal, ideally both. Fucking hell, mate. That's Crime Club. Oi. 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 Mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.